Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast. Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock Podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Sean King. Sean, how are you? I'm good. Doing good. Doing good. Sick. Um, Some business off the top, at Round Rock Pod on Twitter, roundrockpod at gmail.com, patreon.com slash roundrockpod, and uh, that's it. We've got a big show today, so Sean, here's here's what we're doing. Uh, a bunch of our very good friends have both have started two new podcasts that we want you to listen to. Uh, and so I'm going to put 30, 30 minutes on the clock and we're going to give everybody time, 30 minutes to hype their new podcast. So here we go. Ready? 30 minutes starts right now. 
All right, I'm here with the host of the Uh Basketball Podcast from Locked On Raptors, Sean Woodley, and uh, from Vice Sports Canada and the Basketball Feelings Newsletter, Katie Heindel. That's right. There's a new podcast in town starring our friends Sean and Katie called Uh Basketball. Uh, Sean Woodley, Katie Heindel, how are you? Ready to hype some shit up, baby. (laughs) I actually didn't prepare to hype anything up at all. (laughs) Look, I'm really only doing it because uh, with both of these groups of people, having them on one episode, it could be four hours long. It could be, yeah. Yeah, that's... We've actually released an episode that was, I believe, two hours and 15 minutes long with just you and uh, with Sean and Katie before, and I'm trying yeah. to avoid that. It's fair. it's fair. I do have to say that I really like how disdainfully you said, uh, and then it made me realize that maybe my first plug is that, uh, basketball is like for everyone because it's your own interpretation of like how you say, uh, so how do you, you say, know, uh, it depends on the day, you know, like sometimes like, uh, I feel like mine's more open-ended. Yours was definitely like spiky. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, basketball. See, like, <laughs> that, that podcast I, is hosted by Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah. Jackson, actually. <laughs> uh, uh, Katie, I will say my interpretation was much more of a, uh, triumphant uh master p no limit records way to do it nice so more like uh basketball (laughs) yeah i mean we might need an n in there but i like that yeah (laughs) see i Uh, is uh (laughs) yeah see i I hear the show i like to go with just like a like a full question yeah, that's what I was. The listeners' yeah. interpretation. I believe there's a question mark in our cover art too, so I think that is technically the right way to do it. Yeah, yeah so it's more like however you please. So it's more like a <laughs> uh, basketball. Yeah, uh-huh. that's how Sean, yeah, that's how Sean says it. I, I kind of play with the number of H's that are involved. You know, sometimes <laughs> it'll be as many as one, and you know, all the way up to like twelve or thirteen. If I'm uh-huh. really crispy, but <laughs> you, tweak, you tweak your voice right up at the end, like it could shatter glass. I do. Yeah, it's like Mariah Carey shit. <laughs> it'll wake you up. <laughs> did you did you guys consider any other names for the podcast? Yeah. Uh, there were a few, yeah. Katie had most of the good ones. I could, yeah, I, I can't quite remember some of the other ones we had. I'm sure there was a doc somewhere with all the names. My first one was just basketball, but then we were like, well, <laughs> searching that might be a nightmare for some. <laughs> Katie it's has like an affection... <laughs> Katie has like an affection for uh, for bogs and swamps as well. So the basket bog. No, it wasn't the. the it was just oh, yeah, basket bog. Just, just basket bog, right? Yeah. You're correct. Yeah, just yeah. like yeah. The, the morass of of the yeah. NBA. Yeah, I I definitely made a uh, bad decision when uh, I started a weekly comedy show over ten years ago, which has been in two cities now, by naming our show the business. Because <laughs> that is not Googleable anywhere. Yeah, that's just Googling America. You know, the business SF. <laughs> why wouldn't you easily find a comedy show in the first 15 pages of Google search results? Let's see. Uh, the business SF. When does this come up? Probably giving Business Insider a lot of hits. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, it's the first thing on Facebook that comes up. Wow. There you go. You All figured right. it out. We You've were risen to the top. <laughs> what Look how nice like? we are. Business. We're talking about Sean. Yeah, yeah why are we? Our... They have half an hour. Stop <laughs> plugging Sean's show. We're on the clock. Every, In fact, every Monday night. Also, my show will never come back, right? Get I mean, out of here. When are, people, when are people going to bars again? Come 25 on. minutes. All right, Sean and Katie. Uh,. What's the mission statement for your new podcast, uh, Basketball? Oh, there Basically, is one, but I don't yeah. remember what it is. But we had to come up with one for the marketing uh, backing of the show. Uh-huh. Yeah, we had like a Oops. like a long <laughs> spiel that's on like our Patreon page, which you can go to at uh, Basketball or Patreon.com slash uh, Basketball with two H's. How many H's at that? Two there H's are two, that. yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I, I lobbied for... 12 but mm. no no dice um but no the, there's like a long mission statement and then like the tagline is it's the podcast we're pretty sure is about basketball mm. which i mm. think sums it up pretty well yeah so i like that do you guys have okay if your podcast was a member of the toronto raptors historically what's its mm. best comp mm. interesting well, it's pretty short-lived so far, so I'm going to go with someone with a it's pretty probably brief like tenure. It's Mac Biombo. See, I was, was going to say, say, is that. it Bebe? Yeah, Bebe. Yeah. <laughs> <Or> Bebe. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, is he really about basketball, or is he about the music? No, that's and about his, He's like a uh, basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> I was also going to suggest, like... Uh, like the Raptors have had a lot of very lovable upstart, like second round big men who have played like forty games with the team. Mm-hmm. Who are below, like Pops Mensa Bonds, who are Quincy AC. Mm-hmm. Like I think maybe that's kind of the realm we're in right now. Until we are around a little bit Sometimes, longer, and then we become so, the Oakley. I'm really trying to drive it towards Psycho T territory. I've got to say, every time someone brings up Tyler Hansborough. I think about how his nickname is Psycho T, and that is, <laughs> it's maybe the best, it's its the best non-Magic Johnson, uh, It's because it's so descriptive mm-hmm. for uh-huh. what Tyler Hansbrough's deal was. <laughs> I have no like, question at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it's such a weird nickname that somebody got when they were like the best player in college basketball. At the yes. time, or at least you know, I don't know the most college. He's like the most college basketball guy too. Yes. Yeah, he's uh, got he's like got Kevin Pitsnoggle ass energy. Yeah, yeah. I definitely have. And, and when I hear Psycho T, I it evokes even like a specific facial expression for me. And there's not a lot of nicknames <laughs> that do that. Where I'm like, oh, I remember when he opened his eyes way too wide that time. And... <laughs> you know who had a great time, uh, who had a great de- uh, game destroying Psycho T one time? Was Who's that? Anthony Randolph? It was Anthony Randolph. My man, <laughs> Psycho Ant Rand. Um... <laughs> But we're not here to plug Anthony Randolph's great games. <laughs> 22 minutes. Um, <laughs> um basketball. Uh, how many episodes of uh, basketball are there so far? Three. Three? Which, which one's yeah. the best one? 
the off the, the top of your head, I don't think, think yeah, about the most it. recent yeah. one. I think probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Yeah. Actually, you know what? I think the best one we ever recorded was the first one, which we did in studio, but um, it was like before it launched. So it was just kind of like a run through, mm-hmm. but it was yeah. definitely the most natural. We were in the same room. It was like a lot. There was a lot more riffing. There was also there's like a producer that sits in and another guy like who like runs the whole network. And I felt like I was really showing off. Um <laughs> So I don't know. I I like went to a place I'd not. I haven't. I don't think I've ever gone on being on any other podcast before. It was extremely performative for myself. We also you we were also doing voices and stuff. No, I was just like too <laughs> confident. Like I, I would might have like slapped somebody if they interrupted. You me. became like uh, you 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 became like uh, Chris Broussard. Uh, just like a hot take machine. Yeah. No. The thing about having feelings on the court is if you don't have feelings off the court, you've got to get out of the game, man. No. It wasn't that kind of like slow, uh, misplaced confidence. It was like hot. It was like it was like a wily. It was like a psycho T energy. I think. Like I it really was just like two psycho somebody. T's staring at each other in, with microphones in between them. Is basically so. what it was. Also, it was recorded the I think the Monday before the pause, and mm-hmm. it the pause was still, is that what you're calling oh. the pause? Yeah, you're calling it the pause. The great pause. The pause. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was still in the before times. Um, but what uh-huh. it, like we talked about, it was we were talking about playing games in arenas with no fans, and that like at a time where it was still just kind of like this fun oddity. There wasn't really right. any. This was only two days away from everything happening, but at that time, it just felt like, oh yeah, th- this is going to happen. Oh. It'll go away real fast, mm-hmm. and we had some it fun was, with it, and then it, it got like, out of date. Quick. We were Katie, like, were your parents? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, Sorry. we were like, oh, if I bet someone in the NBA is going to get COVID nineteen. <laughs> 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 we were like, who do you think would be the first one? I think we talked about that. It's Did you like, say it Ruby definitely Gobert? won't be the. Yeah. <laughs> would it be the funniest? <laughs> Would it be the funniest possible person? I think I Rudy Gobert. Like Rudy, yeah. Well, we yeah, were, yeah. I think he did because we recorded it the day the Raptors played the Jazz. Yes. It was like their last game, and they won that one. And but it was like they—that was like the morning where Rudy Gobert was touching all the microphones like a dipshit, mm-hmm. and that was why I think you ended up predicting him. So yeah. So the uh, the Katie, original uh, basketball had uh, very a lot of premonition to it. So, Katie, what you're saying is you're a precog from Minority Report, um, and you uh-huh. could have stopped this entire thing. Cool, cool. But instead, you used it on a rehearsal podcast. Great way to use your powers. I told you, I channeled, I channeled like into a new part of myself, uh, and the only way to get back there and start like predicting the future, I guess, is to like get back in the studio. Yeah. But you're gonna cause another pandemic if you ever get back in the studio again. I think it's worth it for like what came out of that. Like it's okay. We will have to release that maybe to the Patreon people at some point because it was really fucking good. Um, you, did you feel like Rudy Gobert? Like, like everything I, t- every mic I touch is going to turn to gold. No, <laughs> I don't. I still don't really think that's what he thought. <laughs> I, think, I certainly think he values himself that high, but I don't know if that's what he was going for. Um, all right, eighteen minutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> done a better 
Good job plugging Rudy Gobert and Sean's comedy show. Uh, Katie, um, if we have you on the podcast, we have to ask you about uh, quarantine social media. Who's doing who's doing the best so far? Uh, Yeah, I think it's taking a turn. I think, unfortunately, Paul Millsap has been kind of quiet. Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, because I thought he he was quite well <laughs> he got too into his uh hobby <laughs> it might have consumed him or maybe he went to like some strange maybe he like cast some real like occulty spells and he saw some shit that he he wants to forget so he's, he's stuck in a magic. glass box in his basement that he can't get out of uh-huh. <laughs> well he has a brother right wait what's his brother's name it's elijah, elijah? yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. he and elijah will uh Millsap are working on their um uh, the prestige right now. Uh-huh, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, like, uh, honestly, Jimmy Butler, but I don't, like, again, I don't really think, he's just stoked because he's like, oh, I can work out all day uh-huh. um, and, like, be Aww. outside with my shirt off. But also he's like, and then I can eat bad food. I can be bad. <laughs> so <laughs> that's fun to see. <laughs> yeah, because he's, He's got his own gym that he's waking up at to work out in the middle of the night. But he, <laughs> he does miss the live excitement Kenny Chesney concert. That's what he misses the most. Not basketball, <laughs> but live country music. His true passion. Also, uh, I think Kyle Kuz was doing pretty well romantically because he started dating the model Winnie Harlow while in quarantine. Now yeah, but we'll see together. now that they, once they can see each other how that goes. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're together. They're physically together. What? Wait yeah, a second. She, like, she you can't do LA that. You can't do that. That's a, a problem. You, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, I, I have... I have a friend who started a romantic relationship during quarantine, and I was just like, what is happening? Here? Like a month <laughs> in. Like a month in you're dating? Um, <laughs> who's ha- who's to, handling it worse? The worst, Katie? Who seems who's the to worst? be going? Yeah, who's handling it the worst? Who's who seems cancer. to be? Oh yeah, <laughs> is it because he's a he's sad he can't hang out with Bill Clinton anymore? Um, <laughs> they zoom every week. They probably do. <laughs> the zoom call is with uh, Hillary, Bill, uh, that that lady who did Weinstein's PR, and Gislaine uh, Maxwell, still living Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> wherever he's hiding. <laughs> He's just become like a gross, like, like a a food pranker. I feel like this was a thing, like maybe four or five years ago, like on social media, mm-hmm. or like making the weirdest combinations of food that you can. Um, but he seems like extremely passionate about it, um, uh-huh. and like I think he's. I'm worried. Like Sean and I did talk about this on uh, basketball uh, <laughs> <laughs> last week. Because you gotta he, say that with more confidence, Katie. Yeah. It, that sounded I'm just, like I'm trying, I'm trying different ones on for but size. That That's one to me, thing. yeah. Well, but I'm telling you right now, that one was a little bit too much. Like you're an alien who is being tested <laughs> on what a thing yeah. is, and they <laughs> held it. They held up a ball, and you were like, a basketball? Is that a, a basketball? <laughs> Did you guys ever consider a basketball? By the way. Oh, like 
like EH, the Canadian yeah. thing. Yeah. No, but that's not Canadian a bad alternative option. That's pretty bad, Sean. A <laughs> <laughs> basketball. Um, anyway, X2 basketball. Please stop this. What I was gonna say was we talked about how Ennis is like destroying a new waffle iron like several times. <laughs> It's on the shit that he's like putting in it to make yeah. fake waffles. Katie, do you like pranks or magic better? <laughs> pranks. Okay. When right. I used to work at a Tim Hortons back when I was an idiot high school. Yes, uh, this is that Canadian shit I want to hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we used to play this game because I used to work there with my cousin uh, and we would like get stuck together on the afternoon shift together and mm-hmm. it was a nightmare but we would play this game where we would have five ingredients from the entire pantry and we had to make the grossest possible donut and force <laughs> the other person to eat it and that's basically what Ennis Cantor is doing every day to himself <laughs> he's uh, like there was one he what was it katie he put like jelly beans and gummy worms into the waffle iron just to yeah, see like what sour sour gummy worms and jelly beans yeah uh this past were like one of the first ones he did was he made like a skillet cookie put a bunch of full chocolate bars on top of the cookie <laughs> and then put another cookie on top of it a cookie dough from the tube yeah get yeah. out of here Ennis canter all right 12 minutes <laughs> um <laughs> Sean Woodley, if we have yeah. you on the podcast, we have to ask you a specific question as well, and that is, uh, what do you think Terrence Ross is doing right at this moment? Uh huh. <laughs> He's just like having a good time with his family. He's like kind of boring, and it's disappointing to me. Um, I think he's probably pretty excited that he doesn't have to go very far for the Disneyland plan, which is good for him. I'm glad he doesn't have to leave his family behind. But no, he's been uh pretty tame and like he's kind of like a wife guy anyway like he mm-hmm. just like likes to hang out with his wife and his kid and he likes getting and buckets nice, but... and he likes his wife basically it. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh yeah I- i'm he went I'm to a really depressing a he went to a really depressing like wildlife park in florida where you have to sit in your car mm-hmm. right and he-, he took a picture of everything there's like bisons and weird like it was it, it was extremely misplaced but he looks so bored <laughs> um all right that leads me to our next my last question for you guys though all right so the nba first off 11 minutes um the nba claims <laughs> they're gonna open in uh walt disney world here next month so our question for you our final question for the uh basketball hosts is uh, uh-huh. which Raptors will most thrive in a postseason amusement park environment? Katie, you can go first if you'd like. I think, like, I, this is just a gut feeling, mm-hmm. but I think Norman Powell. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I think Norm, I, I think both Norm and Pascal are kind of cut from the same cloth where they're like, work guys like put in the work in the gym type dudes Mm -hmm. and i don't think they're gonna care where they're doing that i think the like location is kind of irrelevant to them i also don't think either of them have any sort of significant other or kids so i think they're they're lonely yes well norm (laughs) has his little dogs right yeah i don't know what will happen to them but no i didn't think of that in terms of work ethic i thought of it because (laughs) if there's anyone who's gonna lean extremely hard and like find some they're gonna like 
enjoy the novelty of being at Disney World and I could picture them looking like like Norm looking trying to look extremely hard but with like Mickey Mouse ears. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder guys... if any of them's gonna like brand like get their like personal brands touched up with Disney elements. Like the I mean there's so Siakam many logo, right? The Siakam yeah. logo basically is a Disney yeah. thing, right? It <laughs> yeah. looks like when Disney tries to make like uh, like a nice thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really worried uh, about uh, Fred Van Vliet and Kyle Lowry because I think they're just like maybe kind of happy being homebodies with their kids, and uh, I don't think they're going to want to go anywhere. I don't, I'm not sure they're going to have the buy-in. Uh, uh, they're going they to want to. They're they're bringing their kids with them to Disney World. That's the problem with this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, I hate it so it's, much. I I think it's <laughs> I I didn't talk about it on the show, but because uh, you only have nine minutes, I'll say it in twenty seconds, and we'll talk about it more <laughs> later. I think it's gross, and I'm disappointed in the NBA. All right. Um. Oh, can I? Uh, do, you, do you guys know what Disney bounding is? Fuck no. No. What is that? <laughs> Disney bounding is when uh, I mean, generally this is an adult goes to Disneyland. Dressed as a Disney character, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like what Brooke and Robin do all the time. <laughs> yeah, they do it all the time. It's actually they actually ban it a lot at Disneyland for special events because it's just like way too creepy. Uh, <laughs> I think you can do it if you're like 13 or younger, but they're just like we cannot have man dressing up as Gaston again. <laughs> this sounds creepy, whether like, or not there is a special event going on. This sounds bad yeah. always. Well, Brooke I mean, and Robin famously. Peter Pan is a problem. <laughs> uh, Brooke and Robin famously uh, met the the person in charge of Disneyland one time while they were both dressed as Tron. Of course <laughs> yeah. they um, did. <laughs> um, all right, eight minutes. Um, who's gonna? Which Raptor's gonna? Well, okay, which ride? Who's gonna like riding the rides the most? From the Raptors. Like, Ooh. who is Nick Nurse going to have to pull off some rides, like, like 10 Boucher, minutes before a playoff Oh, it's for sure game. Chris Boucher. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Chris Boucher might have a problem with height restrictions, so mm. he might have, like, a certain like, amount of rides he's limited to going on safely. See, I yeah, don't think that's true, because like- I... Look... <laughs> I once rode the Harry Potter ride at Universal Studios Hollywood... Right after Anthony Davis. Like, I saw him get on and get off uh, the ride. And you know what? If Anthony Davis can ride it, Chris Boucher can ride any ride. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. he's going to be too tall, but he's, like, so skinny that they're like, sorry, this uh, this protective <laughs> belt, yeah. it, it, it won't lock that. that Just that sliding out of the down. restraints. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah, that's more of a concern than the height to me, for sure. Uh, I think Marc Gasol's really going to like it. Because they have all those, um, like, fake international places, so he yeah, can go, go yeah. wherever he wants. Gonna yeah. like, what's that called? Is that Epcot? Epcot. Yeah. yeah. He is He's an gonna love Epcot. Epcot man. <laughs> <laughs> Serge Ibaka, too, for that matter, if we're talking people who are going to like Epcot. I think Serge yeah. will go in, but then get bored. And yeah. like Serge might have, like, like connects from when he was down there playing for the Magic. Like, he might know, like, the good spots to go. I don't know. Is yeah. that a thing in Disney? I've never I been. Don't, 
He's uh, like the secret. What do you mean, like the secret cool spot? Yeah, like the secret hip, like like dive bars. And I don't fucking know. No. I've never been. What what is That's like? A, can someone explain to me exactly like how Disney works? Not in <laughs> six like, minutes. Um, okay, which is like, <laughs> <laughs> get back on track. Yeah, yeah. Let's get back to promoting a basketball. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's how corbin would say it <laughs> um he'd actually be like making like doing a tea service right now and just clanking everything together and just like, oh these stones uh i think i can actually explain disney world in five five and a half minutes um it's a theme park man but it's the best theme park it's the first, it's the best and greatest. So, like, and there's different lands. You can go to lots of things. I don't know. You should go, Woodley. You'll like it. Disney, Disney yeah, World is fun. Gonna, you've never been to World, though, right, Joey? No. Yeah, me neither. I think Disney World is... Well, actually, Disneyland has gotten closer to Disney World because it's it's like a... It is a surprisingly large amount of stuff and places mm-hmm. especially in florida yeah. like uh yeah it, it really is almost like kind of like an independent city it right. basically so, is politically in anaheim mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> but it's like the vatican in anaheim yeah <laughs> uh yeah, it's, the, it's, the, it's the disney holy sea yeah <laughs> Like, Sean, I think the thing to remember is that, like, Walt Disney, when he was building Disney World, a Nazi sympathizer bought up a bunch of unusable, unwanted land in the middle of the swamp because he knew he could just do what he wanted with it Mm -hmm. and, like, be completely lawless. So that underbelly, I feel like I've been there. I've been there twice as a kid and once as an adult. uh, And that, like is kind of seething under the surface at all times, <laughs> I feel like. In good, like, in kind of twisted ways. <laughs> uh, there's also a bunch of amazing, in Florida in particular, there's a bunch of amazing uh, futuristic stuff that was built 25 years ago, but is still, like, the house of tomorrow. Um, yeah. <laughs> And it's but, like, yeah, you can video call from any room in the house to any other one. <laughs> the music changes when the kid walks into the house of tomorrow. <laughs> they just, like, it's wrong about a lot of things. But they buy in really hard to those. Anyway, uh, it's mm-hmm. great. I'm foggy on the logistics of how the doomed NBA plan is going to work. Like, are they <laughs> going to have the shit open if they have families there to like go on like like i is I it just know. gonna be like a ghost town it is I'm it is worthless confused. to me if if the park is not open to the players i don't know what the, the point is yeah that's one of the biggest books to me is just <laughs> dis like nba players and only nba players in an amusement park for like a month <laughs> That, it sounds like, like the plot better. of like kind of fun to think about. Yeah, yeah, I like Less that better than depressing. thinking they're it's open because it's also extremely problematic. <laughs> Even though Florida doesn't give a shit, but like it seems extremely <laughs> problematic to open it and to have people working the rides and like being there just at the yeah. behest of like NBA players and their families. Yeah. So I don't really like that at all. 
Yeah, um, I don't either. Uh, again, I don't want to talk about it because you have two minutes. Um, oh, no. <laughs> strong I'm promoting Disney World. But I also think, I think I will use that as like a good kind of segue into, to be sincere, what Sean and I do talk about, which is like, you know, we'll be funny. We do our little jokes. We riff, riff around a lot. But I also really enjoy like talking about serious and uncomfortable things and i mean i like joey and sean i know we've done it on this podcast a few times but it's nice to have a place to do that and to also like do some feelings kind of stuff mm-hmm. so i feel like for me it's like a natural uh of, of the first place i can kind of flow around through all of those weird things like mm-hmm. a basketball <laughs> well that's a that's a perfect <laughs> closing statement sean woodley minute and a half go <laughs> well like i don't know (laughs) you guys know from uh, katie's appearances on this podcast that she's like one of a kind and Mm -hmm. uh, her brain is a special thing and it is really fun doing that podcast because like we do similar dumb shit on the raptors show when she's on it but it's less you know we can we have to kind of keep it within the realm of the raptors for the most part whereas now it's kind of like the whole world is open to us, and I really do just feel like I'm a home run derby pitcher, just like throwing <laughs> little like meatballs up to Katie, who is in this case like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Uh-huh. and just smacking him 500 feet, and it's great because Katie just takes everything I serve up in, in a wonderful direction. But I hate baseball. So <laughs> unfortunate that you used that analogy, but that's okay. Yeah, I think it's, even it's, if you hate baseball, I think you would like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Okay. Well, I know who he is. Stop talking about <laughs> Vladimir Guerrero Jr. They have twenty seconds. Woodley, tell oh, them no. where to listen in uh, eighteen seconds. Yeah, all your podcast providers, patreon.com slash basketball two T's. Uh, on Twitter, you can find the links and stuff. That's that's like 12 seconds. That's, that's professional. Right. Done. Two, one. You really, you hit, that. it just, my timer just went off. Um. <laughs> well, in fairness, we had a countdown going uh, for the entire time. Yeah, that was. I never felt like I was unaware as to where we were. All right, you're, now you're going overtime. This is not soccer; it's a uh, basketball. All right, uh, I'm gonna let you guys go. Uh, thank you, Sean and Katie, and um, we've got a call, uh, Eric and Sean Hyken now. So uh, we'll do that right now. All right. We're here with our friends Sean Hyken and Eric Gunderson. You might know Sean from writing for Bleacher Report, former Bulls uh, beat writer, former Blazers beat writer, now national columnist for Bleacher Report, and Eric Gunderson from USA Today's uh, LeBron Wire, from the Associated Press. But mostly what you're going to know them from now is from their brand new podcast, Survive... Feel free to comment. The Survivor's Remorse podcast. I'm going to put 30 minutes on the clock. Eric, Sean, we're a go. Tell the listeners about Feel Free to Comment, your new podcast. Sean, you want to go first? So I guess to tell you about our podcast, we should also probably tell you guys about Survivor's Remorse, which is a TV show. On Stars. It's on Stars. With a Z, not with an S. Yeah, the premium cable network stars, which 
is why nobody has seen it except for me and Eric, but it was executive produced by LeBron James. It was kind of the first big project that him and Maverick Carter and Rich Paul kind of did as um show him some respect. His name is Mav. All right, keep going, keep going. <laughs> okay, yeah, my bad. And so, uh, and I mean, the, the premise of the show, it's basically like a fictionalized version of LeBron's life mm-hmm. because it's about an NBA player who is kind of trying to navigate the, uh, you know, the, the thing, the things that come with being an NBA player, like his family is with him for the whole show. And it's kind of, it's, it's a lot, there's a lot of stuff in the show that it's basically like if Ballers was actually good. Mm-hmm. In my yeah, that's that's kind of what where I've gone with it is it's like it's like ballers, but it's like I don't know, it's funnier. It's it's definitely like it's a very it's a, you know very very well written show. I think uh, you know at times maybe a little overwritten, but ultimately I think it's a great show, and it is. I mean the lines in it are incredible. The actors are great, uh, and also I think it's you know it's it's a fictionalized version of LeBron's life. But then also it's obviously you know LeBron's story is not that relatable for most people because he's LeBron James, and so mm-hmm. they had to make it like another a more believable version of like someone becoming an NBA star in 2014 that was like you know kind of like he's kind of like a cj mccollum type Mm. where he like went to a small school and then like was on a lower contract with and then got a bigger contract and so that's kind of like where the show is it's like but they use like actual moments from lebron's life to like use as like story points like for the shoe negotiations and stuff like that like there and tons of other stuff i'm and so we decided to start a podcast about it mm-hmm. because, uh, first of all, the show that you know we both really like, and it's also a show that like nobody has, I, I, like I said, nobody has seen it except for the two of us, right? And <laughs> and, and 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 LeBron James probably, and like yeah, he's a probably other watching. Do you he's think seen LeBron most seen of the episodes? Every episode? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, he's he's. I think I think he has seen it because I think his fingerprints are all over it in terms of just like different like there there are things where you you know you watch like different things that happen on the show and you can just go yep that's a that's that's the lebron influence like lebron put that in there yeah Mm -hmm. i mean even stuff that is like stuff that i'm not gonna say on here but you can see it and you're like oh my god the lebron is really involved in this (laughs) and And it'll be very easy is it like uh it'll be very easy to tell what? Are you guys saying that there's a Delonte West figure who has sex with the protagonist's mom? <laughs> well, his mom does start dead. At one point, his mom does. Start getting... Oh my god! Yeah, there's multiple scenes where he they he hears well at the very beginning where he hears his mom getting piped. Like everybody, uh-huh. everybody in the house hears it because she has like a boyfriend and everyone's hearing it. And then she ends up dating. Spoiler alert! Because no one's seen the show, and I don't feel like it's spoiling anything. <laughs> She ends up dating the owner of the Chinese shoe brand that Cam Calloway signs with. Mm. And so, yeah. And so there's really one thing that I wish in Survivor's Remorse there was more of is interactions with teammates. There's literally none of that. So wait, the LeBron, the LeBron uh, stand-in's name is Cam Calloway on this show? Cam Calloway. So like one (laughs) word away from being the guy who sang Minnie the Moocher? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> well, and, then, and do you feel like do you feel like Cade Cunningham was inspired at all by this? Like, <laughs> could be. I don't, I don't know. So I don't know. Because was, of that? You know what? Maybe Cade Cunningham has seen the show, and his parents have. 
Um, he's, he's young, but he's not that young that they that his parents named him during the you know while the show was on. All right. He's not Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is literally a baby. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He he could yeah. have been named Cam Galloway. All right, twenty five minutes. Um, guys, uh, <laughs> how many episodes of your podcast so far have you recapped? Uh, how many episodes uh, of uh, Feel Free to Comment are there so far? Well, we have done, we just finished season one on, uh, that just went up this week. Uh, and we have season two coming out, uh, tomorrow or Tuesday. Starting on, we're we're putting, we're putting, we're putting them out, uh, two a week just tuesday and thursday but we're like way ahead of you know what we've because we aren't really like talk, the episodes are pretty short they're like 20 or 25 minutes each and we're just really kind of just talking about like the episodes and how different things in the episodes relate to like lebron's career we aren't really like they aren't really time sensitive and so we aren't really putting them out as we recorded we're a full season ahead like season two is fully in the can record we're gonna do season three this week wow. but we're still just putting the episodes out two a week and so we're right now scheduled through june so once so, you guys burn through the entire season are you gonna uh do the rewatchables and rewatch <laughs> them with guests <laughs> no we might i don't know i mean we could if we get if we, hey listen this is part, part of us being on here is to uh-huh. get some fucking guests um and also yeah but obviously we'd love to have people involved with the show on the show. I mean, we've, we, there are people, we know the people involved with the show know we exist, but Wild. to the extent we don't. Yeah. But it's like, uh, anyway, so it's just a matter of like, we gotta, you know, yeah, we gotta like, yeah, have we have to have content, content. also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you guys watch the show and then we'll have you guys on to talk about what you think about it. Sure. We can do that for sure. Um, yeah. All right, so something Sean and I wanted to do with you is because, again, there's only three seasons of Survivor's Remorse. Four. Four? four. Excuse me, sorry. Four, <laughs> four. Four and one and one six-episode season. Um, Sean and I wanted to pitch you some other NBA, NBA-produced television shows and ask you whether or not you would do a podcast about them. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, Sean, would you like to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, okay, so this one is is set in uh, Brooklyn, New York, in a universe that's very much like ours. Um, it's about a guy named uh, Cam Irving and uh, <laughs> okay. his good friend Cam Durant. Uh, <laughs> they explore fantastic phenomena and unexplained things. Um, Cam Irving is kind of more like a, a Fox Mulder type who really wants to, to believe in these things because... Uh, he just keeps thinking about conspiracies because there was a childhood incident where he escaped the inside job of 9-11 mm-hmm. and he's been obsessed oh, with it. Whereas okay. uh, Cam Durant is a little more grounded, though he's like, yeah, we can investigate these paranormal things, but the best way to do it is just by interrogating people on Instagram. So that's kind of the tension. <laughs> and and the show's called The Nets Files. <laughs> and sometimes okay. they get uh they get information from a cigarette smoking man uh named Vladi Divac. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. And his and his and his his consigliere Vivek. Yes, yes. <laughs> so the Kings are tampering with the Nets in in this scenario basically trying to sabotage them. Is that uh, no, just, just Vlade knows where a lot of bury- bodies are buried. He hasn't even fought it through that much. That's the thing that makes, like, he actually reveals a lot of conspiracies because he's like, it's kind of not working that hard, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. At, in his in his quote unquote job as the general manager of the Kings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quote unquote. Hmm. Yeah. And he was uh, very successful as a detective, but hasn't been exce- very successful as an informant. Yeah, he's just been he's been promoted to this government position where he oversees a lot of stuff. But people are just kind of like, you know, it just seems like he's moving people from one department to the other and like mm-hmm. overpaying FBI <laughs> agents. Like it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's like he doesn't have a plan at all. And that that's kind of the the you know Cam Irving on the show believes that there's a plan behind everything, and that's what that's what's so shattering about talking to the cigarette smoking man is that he just behaves. He, it's like he has no plan at all, you know? It's not even a conspiracy. Uh, a quick aside about uh, Survivor's Remorse is that Cam Calloway's character, they ri- they wrote in some su- conspiracy theories that he believes in that are totally related to Mr. Irving. Okay, uh, let's hear... Wait, wait, wait. Okay, before... Let's, let's, hear, let's hear some of these conspiracy theories. <laughs> oh, God. What was the last one, Sean, that they just had? It was like... Uh, well, it was when he was, on the, when he was on the MRI table when he had the... Yes, that's right. Yeah, he had a knee injury. He's like, they're going to put me in a tube, and then I have cancer, and then you're going to kill me, and it's like, and then we're all going to die. And it's like, it's just and, going and, crazy. And actually... It's like absolutely the, spiraling. And, and, and actually, the nurse that is going to stick him with whatever the anesthesia is... He looks at it, and I, I, I think they put this in there specifically for you guys. Uh, he says, you know, he looks at the needle, and he's like, how do I know you're not going to stick me with some Tuskegee Airmen poison experiment? So they're, they, oh, they know about the John uh, Collins dunk before the John Collins dunk happened. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's – this conspiracy is real. Yeah. I mean, it's based in Atlanta. I mean, John Collins may have gotten the inspiration uh-huh. from Survivor's Remorse, yeah. for all we know. Gotta keep your third eye open. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of uh, just I don't know. The, it's a hilarious show, and there's ridiculous moments. And also, uh, remember when LeBron got in trouble for uh, rapping along to that song and saying that his money? Every, he was rapping along to a Twenty One Savage song mm-hmm. where he said, "I'm getting Jewish money. Everything is kosher," and every, and a lot of people freaked out about it. They have uh, not watched Survivor's Remorse because if they had, they would be very upset. <laughs> shit in there and it's like like there was one scene where they like the the owner of the team is an irish guy from boston and he's like a steve balmer mark cuban type of guy and but super hands-on owner super enthusiastic yeah but and he's like and so like reggie cam's agent slash manager who is like a rich paul slash maverick carter hybrid character is trying to make cam more money and so he asked this guy to get him in touch with a money guy and so his money he goes and meets this guy named uh i think it's like ira i forget what his last name is but anyway it's based off of a real person named paul walker who is this very old connected jewish man who has helped make lebron a bajillion dollars and like (laughs) before he died in that high-speed car accident uh Uh rest in peace paul walker uh see you again (laughs) baby Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. No, but but anyway, they they, they, introduce, they introduce him, and he's like he's like yeah. He said that you're you know really good uh, that you're kind of quirky. He's like yeah, because you know he'd get offended when I call him a greedy Jew and shit like that. And like that's it's just crazy. And it's like they, there is some very hardcore, uh, fa- frankly racial things that are brought up in this show and like ethnicity things that it's crazy. It's very like quiet part out loud stuff mm-hmm. it's very uh-huh. yeah i mean it's a show's on stars 
Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's TVMA TV, TV on stars. I'm just saying, I'm not agreeing with any of the things that are said, but what I am saying is that LeBron is very, LeBron's Jewish uh, humor things and things that he loves about Jewish people, even though two episodes ago, he's like, Jewish people, man, I love how funny you guys are, man. And it's like, I feel like everyone just dropped down his throat. He's just like, LeBron really loves Jewish people. This is the episode that LeBron guest starred in, by the way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who does LeBron play? And he's wearing a yarmulke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who does LeBron do? Does LeBron play LeBron? He plays yeah. the Hebrew hammer. Um, the Hebrew hammer. <laughs> no, there's a, no, there's there's an episode where there's an episode where Reggie is invited to this high stakes poker game with the owner of the team and then it's like tom werner who's one of the owners of the red Sox, and like some other people like some it's like it's basically like a billionaire poker game that he gets invited to as so, like a rite of passage and lebron is at the game wait what team does cam play for atlanta they don't say the hawks because they don't have the rights to it but atlanta <laughs> okay but he plays in the same league as lebron like the uh, yeah. the yeah interesting uh-huh. interesting choice it's implied, it's implied. Yeah, and that LeBron they're in the same league as like the Miami Sharks, right? <laughs> well, they don't really say from any given Sunday. <laughs> sure, sure. Yes, uh, it's, a, it's it's a hybrid sports league. All right, yeah. sixteen minutes. Uh, the show I have to pitch for you guys is about a uh-huh. a player who plays in Miami. Uh, he gets very very fat, and then he uh takes too much weed. Gets kicked okay. off the team, and instead of re-signing with another team, becomes an anti-weed legalization lobbyist in uh, Washington, D.C., uh, oh and it's produced by Dion Waiters. Um, <laughs> What's the title? Uh, I know I, what the title is. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I think the title is Stay Off the Weed, and they get Stephen A. Smith to do the theme song. I like it. I like it. Yep, yeah. that's right. That's right. He just, he just yells at the title every episode <laughs> in a different Stay Off the Weed. God. I mean, LeBron might get his hands in producing that. I mean, they're yeah. teammates now. How many episodes do you think that would get on uh, Stars? No, you know what? I think that wouldn't be on Stars. That would be on Encore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is all, right. Encore? All, right. all right. I can. I, I could see that being an epics series <laughs> as well. Encore was part of the Stars family, and then okay. it, like, I think it it got liquidated. Am I right? <laughs> was it like so? It was like the, it was like the HBO two of Stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. yes, exactly. And they would always show like the movies that were like on Stars like a year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, you guys probably didn't. Uh probably remember this independent film from 1994 we got the rights to in 2002 but, well it's coming yeah. to encore in 2003 <laughs> okay get ready for <laughs> kicking and screaming by noah baumbach <laughs> ran once a day on encore for seven years <laughs> so that's the channel that the that the Dion waiters uh anti-weed show is going to be yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay well, or it's going to be on Quibi. Oh, no, yeah. I have a Quibi oh, show yeah. for later. I have a Quibi oh, show for later. Oh, Don't worry. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. These, I'm these I see, because this is sort of an Aaron Sorkin-esque show about lobbyists in Washington. This is an hour long, uh-huh. I think. It's less <laughs> of a sitcom. It's, okay. <laughs> it's like the newsroom. but about, Lots of very rushed, rushed dialogue. Yeah, exactly. Lots of walk and talks. It's about the back uh-huh. back room back room dealings, uh, and again, it's about an anti weed lobbyist. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who smokes weed when he goes home later? Um, like he shooting, spends, yeah. spends all day like lobbying against weed and goes home and rolls a fat boy. Yeah, just because like, uh, <laughs> he lost his job because of weed. All right. Um. Uh-huh. I, I have a question for you guys about Survivor's Remorse. Um, okay. And it's could they have chosen a worse title for this show than Survivor's oh. Remorse? <laughs> Oh, the title probably does not help its case. As the, far as the, honestly, the, yeah, it, it it is honestly probably the the thing that holds it back the most is the name of the show <laughs> because and people it it kind of yeah. sounds like a Survivor re, the reality show after show mm-hmm. like like <laughs> with the like winners you just and, got they, and they feel bad tribal council yeah like like talking remorse survivors remorse and it's like you know. <laughs> You know, trusting Jade. You know, she she backstabbed me, and then other guys like, well, you know, I should have held on to that pole longer yeah. in the in the individual immunity. Challenge. Not learning Richard, how to Richard, swim. Richard, yeah, Richard, uh, Hatch, oh, Richard Hatch hosts this show because yeah. he has too much tax debt that he has to get out of. Yeah, and he's nude. He's nude every episode, and oh. they don't censor it because he's. It's just really because soft. it's on stars. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's on stars. They're like, yeah, you think we have a lot of gratuitous nudity on this show? Well, here's unadulterated male nudity every single yeah. episode. From here's Richard Hatch. Here's here's uh, Richard Hatch, the winner of Survivor season one, <laughs> hanging dong. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Uh, another question I have for you is: Did LeBron's love of super teams cause him to make a mistake by putting this show on stars? <laughs> He's just like, Matt, Matt, you gotta get me with some stars on this, and they're like, okay, well, we'll get you a meeting with stars. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, I have no idea, but yeah, it beat on stars also doesn't help its case, um, and that's, I mean, they probably just got the most money from stars. Is probably what happened. I mean, I think if this show was on Netflix or HBO, a lot of people would talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think stars probably just overpaid to be associated with LeBron James. And, and are just like – and then they got screwed and they're like, we didn't get Million Dollar Mile. We didn't get The Wall. We didn't get Taco Tuesday, the animated series. <laughs> we got Survivor's get, Remorse? They don't even have the syndication rights for Trainwreck. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll get Space Jam 2. Which, yeah. by the way, <laughs> yeah. we got an email – we're here with LeBron experts. So we got an email earlier this week. Uh, have you seen the leaked footage of Space Jam 2 yet, guys? I have not. Uh, no, I have not. Well, let me just explain to you what happens in this. Uh, it's a couple months old, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, hold By on. By the way, friend... remember that the title of the film is Space Jam yeah. A New Legacy, not so Space Jam 2. Our friend Patrick Goldman emailed us this leaked... So it's leaked footage... And in it, in the Space Jam 2 leak, uh, it appears that in Space Jam 2 are the ma- Jim Carrey's The Mask, The Joker, Pennywise, and The Wicked Witch of the West. Wow. Preston so it's kind of like a Kingdom fight. Hearts thing? <laughs> yeah, it's like a Kingdom Hearts thing, I guess, with basketball. <laughs> um, but my question for you guys as LeBron... Uh, LeBron experts is is do you think he's just a really big fan of Jim Carrey's The Mask? Eric, I'll defer to you on this one. You're <laughs> oh, I think I, def- I oh, I definitely think he is. I guarantee you, he loves that shit. I mean, LeBron loves like just a, a you know an absurd performance. He loves people like that, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, so I think 
uh, yeah, unfortunately, I think he is, um, you know, a big fan of that movie. And, you know, I'm just I'm spitballing here, but I, I'm assuming it's something that he's into. I mean, he's more all I, I know that he's really into watching Martin reruns, mm-hmm. something that I know uh-huh. about. Fun, but um, and they, they reference that on the show. Also, they reference watching Martin reruns. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just going to I guess that he is a Jim Carrey guy, probably. Unfortunately, he probably is. Do you think that uh, in his first big breakout game against the Pistons, where he scored fifty-two, what was that uh, in the playoffs? Fifty-five, whatever oh, was it was. 25, 25 straight. Oh, 25, 25 straight, straight in a quarter. Do you think he yeah. looked at Ben Wallace and went, "Somebody stop me"? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he does. Did. I mean, LeBron does probably feel like we live in a society. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably true. So speaking, okay. by the way, speaking of LeBron being a fan of Martin, the actress who plays uh, Cam's mom in the show is Tanisha Arnold. Oh, oh. wow! Yeah. Um, okay, so I have another. I have another pitch for you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is kind of like when you see um, this. It's sort of inspired by eight minutes. See, by the uh, way, keep going, okay. Sean. <laughs> uh, when you see when you see a, a trailer for like a dramatic film that's been recut to look like a wacky comedy, mm-hmm. okay, it's this, but with the whole Jailblazers era in Portland. Uh, they all live in a house together, and it's called Just the Twelve of Us. And Mike Dunleavy <laughs> is is like the house mom, basically, mm-hmm. of this team. Uh, and they've just yeah, it's just it's all the wacky hijinks. Basically, everything happens exactly the same way but instead of the portland media being really hysterical about all of it they actually just appreciate that rashid wallace is pretty funny mm-hmm. and he becomes he's kind of like i imagine him almost as uh that cody character from step by step who shows up and it's like oh he wants him to cut a check again now is this the <laughs> same? Is this you got a babysit, but you're high again? And then laugh track. <laughs> now is this the same house that uh th- this this house that they all live in? Is it the same house that Zach Randolph like had to hide out in when Ruben Patterson punched him in the face? <laughs> oh yeah, that's definitely a plot line, but it's played very well. Well, yeah. My Where question like... was going to be: What season do they add Zach Randolph? Is he there from yeah. the start, or does he come in like cousin Oliver on the Brady Bunch? <laughs> well, I think they bring in. Yeah, I think he's more of a cousin. The real cousin Oliver is when they bring in the seven foot Korean guy, and uh-huh. then people are like, "Oh, this ha is kind of racist." Yeah, we got to get him out of here. Like, <laughs> like they stage a fight where it's like, "Oh, he's got to go back to Korea because he got in that fight with the pole." <laughs> he was so big. Like, I don't think I, like it's hard to like grasp how giant Ha was. Like he was fucking huge, but he was terrible. Yeah. I mean, he was so bad at basketball. I mean, he was so fucking bad. Haswang I mean, Jen was the only old player that they're not going to do a prime Haswang Jen was a problem to <laughs> Right. Yeah, there isn't even a minute of footage for a mixtape. No one could be like Haswang Jin was a bucket. Like, no. Yeah. Was <laughs> with uh, whatever that with, 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 with whatever that emoji is that they use for like all of those tweets. Yeah, oh, yeah. The like the steam ha- mouth the- emoji. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, six minutes. Here's my final one for you. This is less of a straight-up show and more just a uh, reboot of a show, but with different... Uh-huh. Um, and this one actually stars the NBA players. Uh, this is a reboot of <laughs> Frasier, but uh-huh. it stars John Barry, Brent Barry, and Rick Barry. 
Brent is Niles, of course. John is Frazier. And Rick is, of course, the mean dad on the couch saying horrible yeah. things as they come in and out. Um, <laughs> so, so, Joe, I, 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 like, I like that he... He would also be so jealous of John's radio show. Mm-hmm. Just like, ah, he's a broadcaster. <laughs> I hate it. John's like, did you I listen to my that. show? And his dad's like, no, because you're worthless. <laughs> uh, I I had a somewhat similar pitch, Joey. Mm-hmm. And this is about um, an old assassin who tries to become a broadcaster. And he tries to reconcile the two lives, except he kept saying, keeps saying racist things on the air. <laughs> but his signature is that uh, when he shoots people, he holds the gun underhand. Yeah, yeah. And it's called and Barry. It's like, it's right? like, yeah, it's called Rick Barry. It's called Barry. Uh, <laughs> and I think that would be, that would be a Cinemax show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Four minutes. <laughs> Rick Barry's old dick. <laughs> yeah, just just Rick Barry's Rick Barry's dick. Richard Hatch's dick just out all the time. Also, they have the Michael Red shoe diaries, which also using Michael Red's dick. All right. Um, yeah, it's just it's like reminiscent. Like that was the hottest woman I ever met in Milwaukee. Man, back in two thousand six. Oh, god. <laughs> It's always like just shots of someone slowly getting a bratwurst erotically, (laughs) and you're like, I'm not really turned on by this. By the way, Prime Michael Red was a problem. He was, yeah, walking bucket, uh, steam steam mouth emoji. Um, All right. This girl's like, I want you to eat these cheese curds off my body. Oh, my God. I saw one today that I saw some tweet, like, literally, that was very earnestly talking about how Miley Cyrus carried an entire network on her back (laughs) at 14. And so I saw that shit, I was like, Miley Cyrus was a fucking bucket. All right, I uh, heard, like that's, that's the stage of course you were at. Right now. <laughs> I was listening to I was listening to Penny Hardaway on all the smoke a couple weeks ago, and they were talking about how some player was a problem, and I just like added the steam mouth emojis to it in my head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, all the smoke is definitely the leading league leader in podcasts of earnest sayings of so and so was a problem. <laughs> well, and they actually have smoke shooting out of their mouths, but not like the emoji. Um, all right, yeah. Uh, yeah. let's go. Three minutes. This is it, guys. Tell everyone where they can listen to. Feel free to comment the Survivor's Remorse podcast. Well, where do you guys listen to other podcasts? Do you uh, listen to them on Apple? Do you listen to them on Google? Do you listen to them on Spotify? Because we're on all those platforms. Hell yeah, Sean. That's how you do a. That's how you do a yeah. plug. Um, yeah. What kind of what kind okay, of people. reviews do you want them to give? Yeah. How many stars? I mean, the rule, five you stars. guys you guys know what the rule is. The rule is that iTunes only lets you do five stars. Especially it's when it's, it's spelled it's with a, a Z, weird... uh, yeah. like your guys' is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think the rules like that only apply to some podcasts. It obviously applies to Round Ball Rock. I think, uh-huh. it, I think it applies to us. It definitely so applies too. to, I think so too. uh, feel free I to comment. about that, actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh, and one more thing. What's the most, what do you feel like is the most scandalous thing hinted at? If this is really like a LeBron James Ramona clap, you know what I mean? Like a, uh, this is really, yeah. There, there's a. I'm just gonna say it. There's a cameo by Yes Jules. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. All right, I like it. I like it. All right, ninety seconds, Eric. What else do you want to plug? 
Uh, LeBronWire.usatoday.com. Uh, you can also hit like my Twitter at Eric underscore Gunderson. And yeah, uh, read my shit there because it sounds like the NBA is going to come back. Um, so are you going to the bubble? It. Does is USA no, going to send LeBron no. the LeBron wire to the bubble? <laughs> fuck no, no, I'm the absolutely bubble wire. Like, bubble wire, yeah, it's just like talking about what they're eating every day or some shit. Like, <laughs> you know what? You know what they're eating? It's talk. It's talk. Every, every day is Taco Tuesday in the, yeah. In the bubble. Yeah, the, and, yeah, at, in, Ep, in Epcot's Mexico town. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> do you think? Le- do you think LeBron's oh gonna... gonna get real problematic if LeBron starts doing the Taco Tuesday shit in the Mexico town? <laughs> All right, I can I just keep one... imagining him being like, I want someone to drink Dole Whips with. I'm lonely. <laughs> Anthony uh, Davis, come on, bro. Go to the Dole Whip. Come fit, on. fit in or fit out. Meet me at Tiki Room. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> hanging out with White all the time. Uh, hiking, you have 40 seconds. Plug what you want to plug. <laughs> Uh, so I, you know, you can read my stuff at Bleacher Report. I had a piece recently talking to different players about what they think about actually the idea of playing NBA playoff games with no fans. So, you know, I think that was kind of interesting to talk to guys. So I've got that. You can check that out and you can just follow me on Twitter at Hyken. Oh, he did it with 18 seconds to spare and I'll take that for those pro. I'll take those 15 seconds. Uh, listen to, feel free to comment wherever you listen to podcasts, five-star reviews. Thank you guys so much for coming on. We will have you back yep. on a normal episode where I'm not timing yes. you, I swear. <laughs> um, Absolutely. And, uh... But you guys did well under pressure. There goes the timer, LeBron, so, uh, I'm gonna hang up I mean, on Kim you. Callaway. Kim Callaway. <laughs> uh, that's our episode. Sean, Keen, what would you like to plug? I got to think about uh, the winners and losers of a big layoff for the playoffs. Nice. Uh, the biggest winner is the Lopez Twins. Spoiler. Um, of okay. course. Uh, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at uh, Frankie Muniz, where on 31015 I tweeted, Why does it take me drinking half a glass of something before I realize it's gone bad? Mold should be easier to sense. Iced tea goes bad? <laughs> Uh, Keen, did you write a song? I didn't, but could you rerun Slovenian Pie? I will, for sure. Uh, trust the process. <laughs> trust the process. And, uh, shut it down. Let's all plug our friends' podcasts and listen to them, please. Ow, ow, ow. A long, long time ago, I can still remember when his passes used to make me cry. And I knew if the Hawks were daft That I could steal him in the draft Sure, maybe we'd be crappy for a while But our players shattered like cheap pottery We were headed straight for the lottery Gaping holes on the roster We needed one more prospect but the Nuggets game was often tied When Luka's free throw went just wide Then Jokic drove from the right side The day that Luka cried So bye bye Miss Slovenian pie It's called Prickmerska Kibanisa Sometimes there's cabbage inside if you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. 
Did you write the scouting report? And did you think Vlade could play this sport? If Jerry West tells you so. And do you believe in the pick and roll? Can a Euro take it to the hole? And can you teach me how to scout in Kosovo? Well, I know you love Luka Doncic because your favorite player is Petrovic. You wear Tony Parker shoes. And you thought Jerry Welsh couldn't lose. Ooh, I love Tony Kukoc on the Bulls. And any last names were seven syllables. But the Serbian was a handful the day Luka Doncic cried. I started singing bye bye Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmerska Given. Nisa come to cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. Now for 20 years, we have had our dirt. Though Pavel Podkolzin didn't work. Shouldn't have picked him. At 20. While we pulled for Ronnie's Psycho Lee, the club DJ version of Spike Lee, who didn't care for Andrea Bugnani. But when the Nuggets drafted Skeeter High, the Euro well was running dry. Nicola's tea sucked ass. Worse than Neftimius Renzi, as you know, Bruno Sundov was a slob. The Mavs got nothing from Uwe Blob, and I saw the clip from Worldwide Wob the day that Luca cried. We were singing bye bye, Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmerska Given. He said there's cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. Pota Penko, Slava Medvedenko. I'll pass for Andre Kirilenko. Primo's basic stock was falling fast. Marseille's Lampe never made it. Boris Diaw had to get traded. Sergei Karolov got drafted last. Well, Mehmet Oker got real paid. AK-47 kept getting laid. Kirapa and Lania were blazers. And no Greeks ever used razors. Woo! Then Manu won six man of the year. And Fran Vasquez disappeared. Then Darko bled piercing his ear the day that Luca cried. We started singing bye bye, Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmerska Gibbonisa. Sometimes there's cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. Kevin Seraphine faded away. Hair plugs got Evan Fournier. Fran Freshilla left the USA. Johan Petra wasn't nimble, wasn't quick. 
couldn't jump over a candlestick. Yondaselli proved he wasn't gay. Oh, and while the Greek freak made a splash Bagnani wasted Dolan's cash, no angel born in hell. Could convince that Satan to sell. Ooh, Clint Capella dove to the hoop while Jakob Pertle joined Pop's troop and Dwight Powell's defense was pure puke the day that Luca cried. He was singing bye bye, Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmerska Kibanisas. There's cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. I met a guy who scouted film, and I asked what was wrong with him. But he just yelled about the WNBA. I went to the Euro League, the one place left for Marcus Teague. But the coach there said that Marcus didn't play. And still they went in the top ten. Mario Hazonia and Alex Len. Lithuanian stiffs were taken. College seniors were forsaken. And the three men I admire so, Nate Duncan, Danny, and Zach Lowe, they made up fake trades for Gallo the day that Luca cried. And they were singing bye-bye, Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmerska Kibanisa, and there's cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. They were singing... Bye bye, Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmerska Kibanisa, and there's cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.